All right, everyone. Do you like player props? Do you like betting player props? If so, you have to check out Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. So you build DFS style lineups only with player props. It's so much fun. But also, you can build some of the best parlays, and by best, I mean best payout potential parlays that I've, I've seen in the industry. You're going to get paid out better than most sports books are going to pay you for all these parlays you can make for player props. Build a two, three, or four player prop parlay, and it pays out better, if not the exact same as a sports book. Check them out online, thrivefantasy.com. Put in promo code SBD for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. Online thrivefantasy.com, promo code SBD. What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Thursday? Today is March 24th, 2022. What's going on? How's your week so far? College basketball returns tonight. Some sweet 16 action. It's always fun. Little basketball. How's your brackets doing? Are you in the bracket? That's the thing. It's like everyone who I talk to is like, nah, I'm out of it. Nah, I'm out of it. Well, someone's got to be in it. Someone has a bracket that's not that bad. Right? So that's what it comes down to. Hopefully you guys hit some of those uh, bracket games, hit some winners tonight. But uh, on today's show, it is Story Time Thursday. And uh, every Thursday, we tell different sports betting stories from uh, old professional sports bettors, uh, some of my ups and downs. Uh, but today, we're going to talk about those bookies who, if you've been doing it for a long time, been doing sports betting for a long time, you understand that bookies are really, really not what everyone thinks they are. Okay, the average person out there, the average sports better, thinks that bookies are the end-all, be-all. Bookies are geniuses. Bookies always have it down. It's like, no, bookies really are thieves. They are cheating, copying thieves. They don't work with the same rules we do, right? Every bet they make is plus 110. They try and entice us to make losing bets all the time. I see this everywhere on MGM, DraftKings. I get inbox messages from MGM saying things like, well, here, I'll just read it. Let me get it out. I wasn't planning on going here, but like, I get things like this. It's like, shut the fuck up, BetMGM. It's stuff like this that makes me want to target you and take your money because it's a zero-sum game. If they're not making money, we are. If we're losing money, they're making money. So I get vindictive about this stuff. And look, this is not something to where I like, it's irrational. You know, it's not like, oh, he hates bookies. He's crazy about it. No, this has been hammered into me over time, just like anything else. You kind of have to go through over and over and you don't enjoy it. You know, it's kind of like dating someone who you know is cheating on you over and over and over. Eventually, you're going to be like, this is enough. I've had enough of this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. And you get, you get worked up. You get to a point where it's like, okay, I've had it here, right? <laughs> well, I've kind of reached that. I've had a point with, with bookies. They're all a bunch of copycats. They're all, like I said, a bunch of fucking thieves. And I'm getting a little worked up here, but this is how I feel. This is my honest feeling about bookies. They are all cut from the same cloth. They're not smart. They, if they could bet intelligently, they would all be betting sports themselves. All right, so I got this uh, message, message on the 23rd. Get in on March Madness action. March Madness continues on Thursday, and you don't want to miss out. Are you riding with the top dogs or predicting the upset? Check out NCAA men's basketball markets now. It's like, 
I don't need BetMGM telling me what markets to check out and when games are coming up. It's like, no, I do this all the time. I find that extraordinarily insulting that they would send me messages like that. It's like, stop treating people like that. I hate that. Now, you guys may be like, what the hell is Tyler so upset about? Why is he mad that BetMGM is? It's because they try and entice you to bet things they know they think you're going to lose. I've never once, because I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm very efficient. I'm very profitable in, in hockey and soccer. You know how many times MGM's ever said, hey, big hockey game's coming up tonight. Get your bet in now. It's only for what they see me and other people not doing as well in. Oh, hey, come back, come back, come back. We want you there. It's all this guys, right? It's all make-believe. They make it seem like it's so easy to win. Come on in, all these commercials. But really, the moment you start winning, they'll just kick you out. I mean, I've been kicked out of, of five sports books. My, my, my girlfriend signed up for one and got kicked out after like a week that I was using it. So sports books are, and, and those who run sports books, and I will not change this point of view, they're scum. They are the worst part of this industry. They're thieves. They're really not very smart at all. None of them could pick games. These are all fucking morons who are running this thing. Now, here's the, the how they can win. They charge minus 110, which is extremely powerful, okay? So every bet they make is plus 110. Every bet we make is minus 110. But on top of that, it's the market consensus that allows them to be correct. These bookies, when people think we talk about the market, people think I'm talking about the bookmaker. That's not it. The market represents the bookmaker's opening line and then the adjustments that are made by professional bettors after that. And let's be clear about this. The pros betting these games are so much more knowledgeable than the bookmakers making lines. And we know this because the syndicates and the people who, who are doing this for a living, like me, we know that we have better lines. We know the difference between an accurate line and an inaccurate line. And over the course of time, I will get more right than I do wrong. That's how that's how you can tell if someone is smarter than the market. They're consistently beating it and making money off it, right? Profiting off it long term. So, bookies really, they they do a couple things well. They copy from other sports books very well. And then if they're good, they adjust their lines based on the pros betting. Okay, it's very, very common. A sports book opens up a line. A pro comes in and, uh, and the sports book goes, oh, look what the pro bet. We were off a little bit. Let's adjust it because they're going to get millions other millions of dollars after that pro bet, but they're going to adjust the line to a more accurate price, meaning they're going to make money. And actually, a lot of sports books have changed their practices. A lot of sports books now will take sharp action. When in the old days, they, they threw the sharps out the, out the door. Right, but nowadays they they're willing to take a twenty five thousand dollar, fifty thousand dollar bet from someone who they really know what they're doing because they're going to get one point five million after that. So they'd rather see what that smart better's thinking, take his bet, be willing to lose his bet, but over the long run they're going to have better lines because they're more accurate. Okay, so really what this all comes down to, bookies are not as smart as everyone thinks they are. They're really the scum of this industry. I mean, uh, everything that comes down to how they do their job so well is because they charge minus one ten. And look, a lot of you out there aren't helping our cause, right? A lot of you out there are making parlays and 10 to 1 bets and futures, long shots and first goal, first touchdown. That's also what they want you to be doing, right? We're helping them out by doing things like that. But in general, this respect that I hear people talk about with the bookies is so misguided and just wrong, it's laughable. So today's story, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about an example that greatly highlights this exact problem and really shows you how dumb these bookies are when it comes down to it. And you know what? 
you may think I'm being hyperbolic. I don't know one pro that doesn't share that overwhelming hate towards bookies. That's honestly what drives me to do this a lot of the time. I mean, look, there's a lot of things that drive me to do this, right? But it's funny, like they they are their own worst enemy for people like me because we get, look, pros out there, we're human beings, there's vendettas. I want to, if you ban me, which, well, I'm not going to name the actual sports book. I was going to name a sports book. Let's keep it. I'm in. They haven't banned my other accounts yet. So let's, but there's a sports book that banned me. And uh, I thought it was really ridiculous why they banned me. Now, look, if I'm arbitraging, if I'm picking you off, it's like, okay, I got it. You caught me. No big deal. This one sports book who I've heard is notorious for banning people. They banned me. And <laughs> I made it my mission after that to take as much money from this place as I, as I could. And so I made accounts with my girlfriend, my mom. I've attacked these people. I've taken thousands of dollars because I thought they did me wrong. Now, I'm not, I'm not irrational. I'm not over the top. I'm not like, look, like I said, if I'm arbitraging you on the same website, that's on me. You know, if I, if I get you at plus 110, the line moves, I take the other team plus 110, and I do that enough times on the same sports book, they're going to be like, dude, you can't arbitrage here. You know, go get lost. I get that. I'm never going to get mad at a sports book for kicking out someone for arbitraging, right? That's sloppy. That's not good behavior on our part. I get that. But if they have no idea who I am, and maybe they do, maybe they listen to the podcast, okay? But I make a couple of plays they don't like. I beat a couple lines in hockey and soccer. That's what this one sportsbook didn't like. They sent me an email saying they don't accept sharp action. That's all they said. They didn't say, uh, we think you're you know, beating us to, to information moves. We think you're steam chasing. We think you're arbitraging on our website. No, it's just like, no, we don't take sharp action. Thanks, have a nice day. You know, so... This feeling I have towards bookies, I feel like it's totally warranted, you know? And I feel like everything I'm saying is 100% true, okay? So, all right, let's tell a story. And then enough of my ranting and bitching about bookies. All right, we spent a lot of today ripping on bookies, but if you want to start betting at a uh, place where you can bet VIG free, and it's actually not a sports book at all, check out Better Edge, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com what they do you can make bets like any other sports book but they're actually a social media platform that allows you to bet vig free so not only do they not take a vig we're getting rid of the minus 110 they're a social media platform so you can make a profile follow your friends it's totally different than every other bookmaker experience and everything i'm getting upset with today why bookies are so bad. That's what Better Edge does well. They are here for us. It really is. It may not seem like it. Like, what's the catch? What's the catch? Literally, VIG free betting. They let you bet VIG free. They've got a totally different business model that allows them to make money. So that's why everyone, whether you're a pro, you're an amateur, you've been doing this forever, you just started, you need to be betting with Better Edge because everything I'm talking about today, everything I'm complaining about, they get rid of at Better Edge. It's a much better experience. You can make a whole lot more money, I promise. Check them out online, betteredge.com. And the important thing is to put in promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks just to see uh, how you like it. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SBD. All right, the story for today is about last year's WNBA All-Star Game. <laughs> I know this sounds a little bit out there, but look, this is where a lot of pros make their money. You know, if you talk to the average fan, they say things like, oh, you bet the NFL preseason, you are a degenerate, right? You hear things like that. But really, the pros understand that 
the softer the market and the lower the limits, the more the sportsbooks are scared. And if a sportsbook's going to offer something like a preseason line, the more info you have, the better it is for us. And that is a soft market, preseason NFL football, right? And if there's more uncertainty in the market, which there's a lot more uncertainty in an NFL preseason market than there is a regular season game, why wouldn't there be, be value? Actually, by definition, the way we go about finding games, there's more value in things like all-star games and preseason games, right? Than there is a nationally televised, you know, big time game or whatever it might be, a national championship game, the Super Bowl, right? Like the I would much rather have a max bet on a preseason game than I would the Super Bowl. You know the issue? The preseason max limits are like three thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Compared to the Super Bowl, where you can get down a million-dollar bet if you want to. So when the bookies are scared and the bookies have their limits so low, that should be a sign to us. We want to be betting those things, okay? So the WNBA All-Star Game last year. Circa Sports, which is one of the more respected sports books in the world, came up with the opening over-under. Opening over-under for last year's WNBA All-Star Game was 248.5 which is classic. You look back at the last few All-Star games, you see what the what the history says, 248 and a half seemed reasonable. Okay? And there was a difference this game. The difference was the WNBA All-Star game was very different than, than it was in the past. In the past, it was just a classic All-Star game just like the NBA does. This year, or last year, I should say, the WNBA decided... They were going to do Team USA, which was a group of WNBA players against the best WNBA players left that didn't make Team USA. So it was a very different All-Star game than we'd ever seen before in the WNBA, which means much more competitive, much lower scoring. But those brilliant bookies, those genius bookies couldn't figure this out. They, they, they didn't do their homework. All they did was go back and look at the last couple of years and made their number based on that. And you want to know why this industry is so hysterical the way bookies work? They're all a bunch of copycats. Then, at that point, once Circus Sports opened up 248.5, everyone else in the world opened up 248.5. BetMGM, DraftKings, PointsBet, FanDuel, Max, uh, uh, BetFred, like all these uh, BetUS, Bavada, Bet Online, all of these sports books, all of them had 248 and a half, and not one of them. Not one. There was not one rogue number available of 230 or 220 or 200 or any of that. No one saw the problem. So, you know what the sports bettors did? Because if you haven't picked up on this, the sports bettors are far more accurate, knowledgeable, and good at predicting outcomes than the goddamn bookies are. So you know what the the, the, the smart uh, sports bettors did? They did the... Oh, I, this makes me laugh, man. Because if this story doesn't illuminate how smart sports bettors are and how dumb bookies are, then you're missing something. So what did all of the syndicates do at that point? They didn't start hammering the under like you may think. They actually put in some dummy plays and bet the over. Okay, so they go to Circus Sports or wherever, and they bet a couple max limit bets, 5,000 or so, on the over. And so Circus Sports and all their lackeys following them 
actually raise the over-under to 252.5. It got all the way up to 252.5 from 248.5 where it opened up, okay? So after those dummy bets, and, and for those who don't know, what dummy bets are, they're false bets giving sort of a head fake to get a line closer to what you want. In the NFL, you see this a lot where you'll get an underdog at plus six and a half and a syndicate will come in with a very good reputation and make some bets on the favorite, right? And hammer that line from six and a half to seven and then seven to seven and a half, right? With only a couple max limit bets. And so now once it's a seven and a half, then those same syndicates come in with millions of dollars and they'll take the underdog plus seven and a half. So they have, yeah, 20,000 or so on the on the favorite, but now they have a million on the underdog plus seven and a half. It was all a dummy move, right? It was all a head fake to get the market to move a little bit more in the direction. And then they took the side they really wanted. Well, that's what happened here with this over under. All of these syndicates, a bunch of smart people said, these fucking bookies are so off. Here's what we're going to do. We're going get it, to get it up to 250, 251, 252, which it eventually went to. And then they hammered the under. Now, there have been articles written about this. There have been so many stories made about this. This was the biggest line move in the history of Las Vegas sports. The game ended up moving a total of 50 points. It ended up, before the game started, closing at 195 and a half. Now, think about that. The game opened up the over-under 248 and a half. Some dummy bets came in and the books were stupid enough to raise the over under to 252 and a half. And then millions and millions came in on the under, which prompted them to drop it all the way incrementally to 195 and a half. The biggest move in the history of Las Vegas sports books. When they got a quote from the Las Vegas uh, market uh, sports book director, he said, quote, it's the worst line I ever made. You think? And I wouldn't feel so bad if I were him. At least they're tra- taking a chance at Circa. At least they're trying to make opening numbers. I give sportsbooks credit for at least trying, right? I think DraftKings actually does a pretty good job with a lot of this stuff. They at least offer some openers here or there. They at least offer some tough to, to make bets where you can't make anywhere else. They at least offer college hockey, college baseball, things like that. But most sportsbooks, they just copy, sit back, and take your action. That's really all it takes these days to be a, a bookmaker. You've got to have some capital to get going, and then you just copy the, the market. Really, that's that's all it takes, and this story should should illuminate that. You know, uh, the circuit sportsbook director, Matthew Metcalf, joked on Twitter, quote, 60 points off on the total, but I nailed the side. Right? It's, 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 it's a joke for these guys, because at the end of the day, they still are going to get rich. They could be this wrong. Okay, the bookies could be this wrong. And the average sports better is still making such dumb plays, they really don't care. Now, they lost some money there. Hopefully, well, hopefully not. I was going to say, hopefully they learned a lesson, but I, 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 I promise you they didn't. And that's just an example of to how bookmakers, they don't do the homework. They don't do the, the, the handicapping. It, it took five minutes to go make sure the WNBA had the same all-star rules last year. Okay, that took five minutes. And when you realize what's going on, that it's actually going to be a competitive game, the over-under is obviously going to change. And no one saw that. Nobody identified that. Even after those initial bets, no one went in and said, mm, this seems high, right? There, doesn't it seem odd to you? There wasn't one sportsbook out there in the world that had like a 210 
or like a 215 or even a 230. None of them. There was not one rogue number out there. You figure maybe, maybe one sportsbook director out there did his own homework and thought maybe that's a little high. Not one of them. So let this be an example that if you give the bookies, if you put the bookies on a pedestal and you think that they're the end all be all and they know everything, how are you ever supposed to win in this in the first place? You got to understand these guys are just like you and me, even dumber. I promise you, I guarantee 99.5% of the sports book directors could, couldn't look at my model and know what was going on. Okay. Uh, I have very little respect for these guys. I have for my entire industry or for my entire uh, career, which has been since 2017, and it hasn't gotten any better at all. So I don't respect bookies. I think that their job is very easy. I think that in general, they're morons. And I think that we need to understand this, how they work. Because look, you can't beat sports betting if you don't know how bookmakers work. If you can't explain to a T how they're coming up with their lines, what they're doing, how are you supposed to beat them out of out of these lines, you know? But this sheds some light onto exactly how they do what they do. They're not very good at handicapping. They're good at taking money, following orders, and charging minus 110. That's about the extent of their, their skills. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry for all the bookie bashing, but hey, I speak truth on this show. Good luck, whatever you have going on tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.